Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm so excited to be with you guys in 2022. Okay, uh, we're about to have a good show. We're about to get into some things. I hope everyone ended 2021 on a good note. Uh, we are still in the pandemic, unfortunately, and hopefully, hopefully things will run a little bit smoother, but we'll see. Okay. No guarantees. Okay. Uh, so this is episode 142. Thank you for being a friend. Hey, that's dedicated to Miss Betty White. Okay. That's my name to show that. Okay. I've been watching the Golden Girls y'all because they didn't have the marathon on. And even though everyone said Betty was the best, Rose, her character, she was the best. But the other one, the other one that had a short little cut, not the grandmother, but the other one that had a short little cut that was a little similar to uh, Rose, that was my girl too. That was my girl too. But, oh, Lord, thank you. know, thank you, Lord, for letting Betty see 99, okay? That was just beautiful. She would have been 100 years old on January 17th. And I just found it, it was a little spooky and kind of weird how she died on the last day of the year. Well, yeah, it was the last day of the year. That was that was really weird. Like, that was crazy how to end 2021. Like, we ended 2021 with everybody getting sick from the new Amarion virus, Amaricon. And then, then Betty dies. So, uh, hopefully 2022 will bring us some good blessings and good immune systems. Okay. So let's get into the show, good people. So let's get into Damn America. So Damn America, Biden disapproval hits record high. Okay, people. So y'all know I like to talk about politics, you know, and sometimes I'm not the best, um, but I do my best to, you know, really dig into it. And I'm, I'm getting good. I'm getting good because I'm really getting into, you know, learning different things and you know, going over, you know, different um, candidates and stuff because, you know, the midterms are coming up. So it's, you got to pay close attention, okay? So in December, they're saying that his um, disapproval rate reached an all-time high, like a new record high. And I think it's because, let's just go back, you know, I always said last year on the pod and, you know, while we were in, you know, lockdown, I said, you know, everybody wants Joe Biden. Everybody was yelling for Joe. Everybody wanted Kamala and all these things. 
And it was all because, you know, for me, it felt like people wanted them because they wanted to feel comfortable again. You know, Trump was, you know, pretty much doing his own thing, not listening to nobody, doing whatever it is that he wanted to do. And so now we have Joe in here. Joe, you know, people, unfortunately, his health is not the best. He's very old and I don't see him running for another term. I don't even see him, you know, getting voted in for another term. That's first of all. And the thing that's so crazy with this is everyone thought that Joe was going to do so much when it came to the coronavirus. And when I listened to him do his um, press conferences and things like that, he ain't doing nothing different than what Trump did. You know, he's saying the schools need to be open. You know, he don't even know what year we in. You know, he's saying that we in 2020. No, Joe, we're in 2022, honey. And of course, you know, people going to make excuses for him. Like, you know, he doesn't write that. He will write that for him. And this, that, and the third. So he just reading off a teleprompter. Okay, we know that to be true. Yes. But this is the thing. Even if we know that to be true, he has to read over it. And he could have been like, when he's reading it, oh, this, we're not in 2020, we're in 2022. Like, he could have changed it. But Joe, with him being so old, his health is de- like going down, it's deteriorating. Like, it's just a mess. It's just a mess in the White House right now. It, it is. It's a complete mess. So pretty much, you know, they did a survey. And, you know, sometimes we can't trust these surveys. But unfortunately, I'm trusting him, okay? Because this ain't no no different than any other survey that you may take when you call in customer support or, you know, when you have marshals and they're like, oh, can we get your email address so, you know, you, we can send you a survey, okay? So overall, the survey showed that 56% of the voters disapprove of Biden performance. And then it was an upstick from 54% in September. And then he had 49% in April. So now his approval rating stands at 44%. 44%. That ain't good at all. You know, some people now, they feel that, you know... Joe should have just, when the Obamas, you know, finished office and finished, you know, how many years they did in the office, Joe should have just left with some dignity, went to his house in Delaware with his dogs and just would have been okay. But oh no, the Democrats, they just wanted to do this and had to beat Trump and do all these things. And now look where we are. So, like I said, with the survey, he was hit hard with the public's opinion about how he's handling the economy and the pandemic. And they said that the poll indicated that 60 percent of response um, had disapproval of Biden's handling of the economy. And then 55 percent disapproved of how he's handling the pandemic. So, um when it comes to the economy, you know, everything is extremely high now. Food, gas, um, 
uh, shit, even when you go to the damn nail salon, hell, I know he probably ain't got nothing to do with that, but God damn, it just feel like it. But it's just like, you know, everything is extremely high. So the cost of living is getting extreme. And we still have people that are still unemployed, even though they're saying all these jobs are out there. These jobs want to pay little to nothing. And, you know, people feel that one, they not worth the amount that they trying to pay them. You know, that's peasant money. They're worth more. So, you know, they want more for their for their experience they want you know more money so they can be able to live and take care of their families and so you know joe you know he came with all these different things you know he was going to do this they were going to get the pandemic together you know some people even thought that he was going to close you know do lockdown again he ain't done nothing okay nothing and the thing about it is with this coronavirus it's like you know what exactly can we do that's the question that is the question here the question is you know you know when you're doing the paper you ask the who the what and the why so now we're saying what can we do and it's honestly nothing that we can do because we're going to be living with this forever like this is going to be a forever thing so the only thing that you can really do and what people have started doing now is getting tested and when you sick, stay your ass home. But the CDC then came out and they done, you know, changed all the rules. You know, we done went from 14 days to 10 days to five days to if you ain't showing no symptoms, you can go to work in five days. You know, like shit like that is crazy to me. You know, if nurses tested positive because they short staffed, because a lot of the, you know, they got rid of a lot of nurses because of the vaccine mandates. So they making them come into work. You know, it's just it's just a crazy America we live in right now. You know, it's just just ridiculous. And, you know, with Joe to go on here and do these press conferences, you know, telling people not to worry, you know, pushing the vaccine. And when it comes to this, you know, with the vaccine, the thing about it is people with the vaccine are still getting sick. And, you know, the media and, you know, Joe and you know keep saying oh you know get the vaccine get the vaccine people with the vaccine against it people with the vaccine are in the hospital okay they probably in a hospital with milder type of symptoms but if they got COVID really really bad and they have underlying conditions as well it's hitting them really you know worse and it's not encouraging to you know, if you're encouraging people to get vaccinated and you claim that this is what's going to help us, you know, control this virus or control the pandemic, it should have been better explained to people. And then the study of it is going to take forever, you know, so just certain things that people, you know, are, you know, reading, thinking about when it comes to the vaccine. But that's here, no there, because the vaccine talk is just like, you know, it is. It is what it is. You know, how I feel is you can do whatever you want to do. It's your body. Who cares? Um, so for going back to the economy, they had like with the survey, I think they said it was like 72% said they disapproved of his management. And like I said, because things are extremely high. And then 66% said they did not approve of his efforts to help, you know, keep money in people's pockets. So, you know, the stock market not doing so good, you know, it's poor. Um, despite one of the 
best, you know, best years, despite one of the market's best years in decades, okay? It's just, it's just been a, it's just been a mess. It's been a mess. And, you know, they even had a section on there about the mandates, you know, the survey showed that 56, 50% said Biden had gone too far. 26% said the administration had the right approach and 24% said it had, had not gone far enough. So this survey, I guess they surveyed 1,895 people. And this was from December 17th through December 20th. And I guess that was, you know, peak time because that's around the time that the, you know, the new variant came out and, you know, Joe was doing press conferences and, you know, things like that. And I, I guess that would make sense because he's been in office for a couple of months. Yeah, good, good will of a couple of months. So, you know, what are we to do now? You know, you know, I, I'm glad that some people are not saying, oh, well, what is he supposed to do? Because Trump put this in place and Trump did this. I, I don't want to hear that. Okay. Because if Joe wanted to change anything that Trump did or wanted to override anything, he can do it. He signed a hundred executive orders when he first came into office and none of them included nothing with the virus. Okay. So if Joe wanted to change anything and Joe wanted to get something together, he can get something together. Like we're literally dealing with the same person, but it's just a different party. Clearly, it's just a different party. We're literally dealing with an old white man who probably got a hearing aid, who, you know, it's a mess. And then, you know, we were with Trump, we were dealing with an old white man who health was Okay, I guess okay. And he was a mess. So it was just a mess. And you know, as far as these politicians are concerned, y'all, I feel like they need to put in place a rule how many years you can serve. If you reach that certain year, you gotta go. Because if you look at the senators and you look at all the politicians we have right now, everybody is old as dirt. Old as dirt. We need some young, fresh faces. We really do. We need some young, fresh faces. These people are old. Old. Speak of the house. Like, said, everybody is old. So, I feel they need to put that in place where there's like an age limit and the, not a, not even an age limit because, you know, that would be considered, um, you know, that would be considered like, you know, ageism or something. But, they need to put some type of stipulations because look at these people are old. These people are really old. And I would love to see some fresh new faces. Love to see some people that's like my age group and they're, you know, upper 30s, you know, something. Something where people can, you know, they understand exactly what the young people want, what the young people are saying, what, you know, what is it is that they're trying to accomplish. It's just not working. And to be honest with you, even though we yelled and screamed that we wanted Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders would have been great idea-wise with things that he wanted to bring to the table. But we know Bernie owed his crap too. You know what I'm saying? He owed his shit. So we would have been worried about his health. 
So it's just it's just a lot, you know. I'm not surprised with this disapproval, you know, record. I'm not surprised with his disapproval rate. Like I figured that was going to be what it's going to be. I didn't think it was going to be anything different than that. And as far as I'm concerned, I do feel that um, you know, Kamala sh- sh- she is just there. You know, she she can't even like I, you know, said last year, she can't even keep a staff. And that looks bad for her to be the VP. You get what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, what do we do now? You know, what you guys can do now and what I am going to do now is start to look and research these midterms. You know what I'm saying? Look and research what is going on. You know, are the Republicans going to try to take it back over? And to be honest with you, this two political party system, it honestly needs to go. Like, to be completely honest with you guys, y'all really need to be independent. Be an independent voter. You know, if you're not comfortable with learning how independent voting goes, research it. Be an independent voter, you know, because you can vote any way that you want because you're an independent. And that doesn't label you as being a Republican or label you as being a Democrat. You're just an independent voter. You're voting on what you feel, your values and principles that you have in your life. And that person is going along with what you, you know, believe in your values and principles. And I encourage everyone to do that. Black, white, you know, Spanish, whatever. You should be an independent voter. Like, we really should be independent voters, point blank, period. And, you know, I I, I don't really know where to go from here with Joe. You know, like I said, he wasn't my choice. I didn't really care for him during this election time um when he was with the obamas he was great you know we loved him he was a little bit younger he was healthy and now i I just can't do him i just cannot do joe i just can't do him so you know i don't think this approval rate is going to go up i hope it doesn't go any lower if it goes any lower it's embarrassing at this point you know what i'm saying like it would just be like okay what's going on here what exactly is going on up in the white house but um you know we'll see i i you know a lot of people just thought that joe was going to do so much and joe ain't done shit you know and it's not even about you know what has he done for black people you know one thing I want us as a community is stop looking for these politicians and, you know, celebrities to help the black community. We have to learn to help ourselves. We have to learn how to not always just be accepting handouts. It's good if things are there for us to utilize and, you know, there for us to uh, use to, you know, make progress or progress. But I feel like us keep saying oh well he ain't done nothing for black people we knew in the beginning he wasn't gonna do shit for black people you know we we knew that you know with the whole student loan thing like that right there i had saw a post where um they were saying like you know the reason why they don't want to do nothing with the um student loans is because that would make black people a little wealthy. You know what I'm saying? Because we're putting all our money into loans or people are forbearance in it or they're on income plan uh, payment plans because, you know, they're trying to, you know, figure it out. You know, that stops people, you know, uh, 
black ownership for homes, you know, because you have this debt. So it was just certain things and, you know, he can't do this and he can't do that. But, you know, when you're running, you have all these promises, you know, it's just like, you know, when you're with it, when you're with someone in a relationship and this person promised that they're not going to do this and they promise they're not going to do that. But then they end up keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's just keep lying, keep, you know, with all these broken ass promises. So it's just like going forward, we just need to open up our minds more, open up our eyes and just learn, you know, you know, we're not stupid people. You know, everyone has common sense. Everyone knows what is right and what is wrong. So it's just like, stop having this popularity favorite contest when it comes with these politicians and you voting like think about your everyday life when you're bringing these things to the table because these people okay we think they against each other but girl they be out there playing golf they be out there dancing in the club they be out there taking shots of bourbon and shit okay thinking that we don't know it they good they're friends they're fucking friends all right and you can't tell me that they're not so all of this you know, with Joe, I'm, I can't say that I'm shocked. I can't say that, you know, told you so. I'm not going to say any of that. What I'm going to say is just watch the midterms. That's all I'm going to say. Just watch the midterms. Watch how it goes. Watch how it progresses. Watch how anything happens, basically. Okay? Because if we don't, it is going to be some shit going on and you know y'all just to talk about trump real quick you know trump had uh i think he was gonna have a um (laughs) i think he was gonna have a press conference because you know on the 6th of january that's gonna be like the one year and a one year uh anniversary with the people acting a fool on the capitol and i don't know what trump think he was gonna go up there and say But he had planned to do a news conference in Florida. And I guess it was going to have, because they're going to have a prayer service at the Capitol or something. And, you know, you know, Trump did a statement too where he blamed the House Select uh, Committee. Because, you know, uh, um, he charged, so pretty much he blamed the House Select Committee charged with investigating the January 6th riot for the cancellation. So he blamed them, the reason why his shit got canceled. (laughs) So he was like, you know, he said he would touch on many of the things, the things he had planned to discuss at the news conference because he has a rally coming up in Arizona for January 15th. So (laughs) can you imagine? Can y'all imagine Trump out there? Give it a fucking press conference at the we done seen these people clapping on the Capitol building, stomping at the fucking Capitol, roaming it, th- you know, acting a complete fool, okay? Can you imagine his ass up there? Okay, they probably would have him on one, it would have to be a split screen. They would have him on one side of the screen and then on the other side of the screen just showing shit that happened last year. I mean, it would be embarrassing to say the least. So, to be honest, Trump, I'm kind of glad that they canceled it for you, okay? Because it would have been a mess. It wouldn't have been cute. It would have been a mess. I, I would, I honestly, honestly, I would have loved to see it because I honestly wanted to know what the fuck was you going to say? What was you going to say? Now, Trump, 
a lot of things, you know, they do be, you know, when it comes to the Twitter and all that other stuff, they do be doing a little bit too much. But it's just like, fam, what was you really going to say? Like, what was you going to say? Was you going to backtrack and be like, yeah, you know, I ain't tell them that, da 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 You know you told them that. You know you told them to go take their ass down there, and that's exactly what they did. And, you know, they acted a damn fool. So, that got canceled quick, honey. I think they was just like, listen, we ain't about to have this foolishness on TV. We already got Joe saying, yeah, 2020, and now we about to get your ass up there. It's not going to work. Just not going to work. Not going to work. Not going to work at all. So you should just thank the House Committee for being your friend. Thank, thank them for being your friend for canceling that, okay? And now speaking of uh, Twitter with Damn America, so we got another Twitter band. So Marjorie Taylor Green, y'all, she got suspended on Twitter. Y'all know she's the Republican, the rep for Georgia. So her personal account got suspended, y'all, because they claim that she's had she has been sending out false narratives about the vaccine and the coronavirus. This is my thing. You know, everything, everyone has a, in the Constitution, everyone has a freedom of speech. Everyone has opinions. And for for things to be censored the way they are, you know, when it comes to this coronavirus, is about crazy. Because, to be honest with you, maybe we should censor the damn CDC because what the fuck? They're they're doing false shit. They don't even know if they want to quarantine for ten days, fourteen days, five days. Next next thing's gonna be don't quarantine at all. So, you know, she had five strikes. I guess she hold on. She said that. Um, I guess she started running when she began running for Congress. She got into some Twitter like five strike policy or whatever because I guess they gave her like five strikes that she had because she was doing misinformation over the weekend. So her final offense was when she put about the extremely high number of deaths she said was related to COVID vaccines. So she they're saying that she based that claim off a website um that alleged that the vaccine related problems and also you know discriminated um um demonstrated sorry uh no casual link between vaccines and deaths i guess they're like i guess you know twitter investigated it and they saying that the abundance of available evidence shows that the covid vaccines are safe so i guess in some ways i guess this disputes the science of the COVID and the vaccines. So, <laughs> so they done banned her. She can't tweet 140, 140 characters no more. Because they pretty much gave her five strikes you out. And I just feel like, and this is not even defending her. I mean, Twitter is there for you to let, you know, let your shit off. Let off how you feeling. I mean, why are we censoring when it comes to this coronavirus and these vaccines? I don't understand it. Why why are we censoring that? When people was talking about Maxwell and the shit that she was doing with Epstein, y'all wasn't censoring that. 
y'all wasn't censoring when people were saying about that. So it's like, why are y'all censoring about this COVID and, and the vaccines? Like, why are y'all censoring that? And it's not even about, oh, you know, because we want to protect this and she's giving false information. Fuck, at this point, like I said, we don't even know what to believe because the CDC is not even, not even making any fucking sense. So it's just like, okay, are y'all doing this because y'all kind of sick of her? Or like, what's going on here? Is, is the big text like really, you know, really like you know a low-key kind of like mob a little bit like are they you know like really they had it, it looks like you know they have that much power apparently because you know they getting people accounts suspended but in all fairness I think this would happen to anybody but the fact that I guess that she's like a you know running for congress and things I guess it makes it look bad but let's not even let's not even do that because I guess they're trying to say like maybe they're trying to say she needs to set an example like don't be sending false information but we're going to talk about setting examples you know over the weekend AOC had her ass in Miami no mask okay dancing her fucking life away with Billy Porter having a good ass time so it's like okay y'all want to have energy for what you want to have energy for why why nobody calling out AOC and she was the main one talking about mask and all these other things. I just think, you know, I think, you know, they have their targets. And of course, you know, she supported Trump. So, you know, Trump is not on Twitter anymore. Even though I really do miss him on Twitter, y'all. I can't even front. And y'all can't front either. Y'all know when y'all woke up in the morning and you go to your phones, you're, you're laughing at Trump. Because he, he was entertaining us on that fucking Twitter, okay? His, hundred, his 140 characters were nothing but pure entertainment. Whether it was right, wrong, whatever. Whatever. He had us laughing our asses off and y'all can't deny that. But, I mean, come on, y'all. Really? Really? That's why I said everything they do is, like, they just have their certain things that they want to so-called be so concerned about. Like, no. I think we should use that energy somewhere else. And I really didn't honestly think it was really that serious. But, hey. Hey. Um, but hopefully she can get it back. I hope. I mean, I don't even know what to really say. I mean, I honestly never really followed her, to be honest. I just, you know, always really did see her, you know, trending. And, you know, people was coming at her. But if we're going to ban her, should we ban some some uh, media anchors who's up there saying shit that don't even make any sense? Like, should we ban them? Because sometimes they're giving false information. Sometimes they're up there saying things that don't even make any sense. So, like, why we're not banning them? Yeah, I just think it's all about who they're after at the time. So, I mean, uh, we gonna miss you, girl. They gonna miss you, girl. They gonna miss you. Maybe you can get it back in a couple of weeks or so. But I don't know. I think they suspended you. I don't think they did her like Trump, like suspended her for life. I think Trump is suspended for life. (laughs) Like, Trump is suspended for life. Like, there's no coming back from that at all. So, But I guess they, you know, it's a lot with that, y'all. But, you know, hopefully y'all man Joe can get his little approval rate up. I don't know if he can, y'all. I think it's really over for Joe. Joe just need to go be in Delaware. But we'll see. 
And I guess, you know, Twitter is banning everybody. If you're saying things that's misinformation, COVID-related, they're getting you out of here. It's not even three strikes you out. They're giving you at least five, which is pretty good. But still, like, have that energy with everything, okay? Don't just have that energy with what y'all want to have that energy for because it's whack, okay? It's whack. And they're only doing that because, you know, they're trying to push that vaccine. So her going out there telling all this misinformation like that. Oh, no, no, no. They're not liking that at all. At all. At all. So let's get into our rising star. So our rising star is Nikita Scott. Nikita. She's from Baltimore. And um, she was on Vogue uh, uh, Baltimore.com. Viol, I think, yeah, Voyage, yeah, Voyage, um, so pretty much, let's learn about her, so in 2013, she graduated school for social work, and she decided that she wanted some sort of excitement in her life, so she was living in Pennsylvania at the time, and she didn't know anybody, you know, she wanted to be able to meet new people, have fun, but she also wanted to make money, because, of course, we know when we get out of college, we're not the richest people in the world. We're trying to, you know, figure this thing out. So, I think she enrolled in bartending school upon her completion of college. And she started, like, working for um, events as catering company. And they provided, like, um, event staff for, like, upskill type of events. So, she worked for, like, various establishments, um, hotel, lounges, event spaces, but she felt like she was supposed to be doing a little bit more. She felt like, hey, I got some more to give. Got some goals I want to check off my list. So let's get it there. So while she was working for those established um, establishments, um, she wasn't able to be creative. Where was she wanted to wear? Um, you know, connect with people, host, you know, hosting the parties directly. So after she had her daughter in 2017, um, she knew that if she was working in that type of establishment every weekend, it didn't fit her lifestyle. So she wanted to create something more tangible and longstanding that her daughter can see that she's, you know, benefiting from. So come to 2019, she opened up a liquid lounge just by herself. Okay. So to her surprise, she was books solid every weekend her first month in business okay she said it wasn't her intent to actually start a company but she just wanted to just be like a private contractor and someone would call her if they needed a bartender but she started getting requests for like larger parties high-end parties she started traveling to dc virginia some parts of pennsylvania and so i guess then she figured i was going to operate you know she's going to operate in this capacity so she took she had to take her brand more seriously and she began to operate as an actual company. So she had another bartender to assist with her larger requests and to be able to book more events at one time. So the business is great, she said. Um, but then the pandemic happened. So, like, of course, you know, all the events that she had booked for January of 2020 to July 2020, you know, she had to cancel them or reschedule them. So um, she stayed connected with her clients. Um, she built a brand, um, and not to go out of business so quickly, she started creating cocktails to go. And with the cocktails to go, she, um, 
she created them for like virtual happy hours, baby showers. You know, people were doing drive-by birthday parties, anything, you name it, she was doing it. So this allowed her in the meantime to build her business more, keep her name out there, give her clients a taste of, you know, who, who her business was and until everything opened back up. So today she has a staff of five people and counting and they're still building and growing and, um, she still was able to maintain her business and get her name out there. And I love this. Um, she is in Baltimore and I'm sure you guys can, um, get, uh, more information, um, for her. Um, you can email, excuse me, you can email her at liquidloungebartenders at gmail.com. And then her website is www.liquidloungellc.com. Then also you can find her on Instagram, which is Liquid Lounge Cocktails. So that's her Instagram. So shout out to my girl. Oh, these cocktails look good. Okay. Bartenders look good. I love it. I love it. And this is good because with people starting to do like different things and different events, you know, for the summertime and stuff like that and, you know, weddings and things, this is a good, this is a good business. So shout out to her. I love to see it. Black excellence. And I want everyone, you know, go support her. Um, You can also read the article um, about her on um, I think it's voyagebaltimore.com. So it's V-O-Y-A-G-E baltimore.com. And I believe you can just type in her name um, underneath the rising stars um, section and you can, you know, read more about her. So yes, good girl. We should lift you up, black girl magic, honey. Okay. So now let's get into the twerk something segment okay now the year has started off pretty crazy okay the year has done some things that is just out of this world and god forbid we keep this going okay so you know this Tristan, Tristan Thompson, you know, last year I did talk about this Tristan Thompson, you know, he was coming out saying that he wasn't going to take care of the baby. This girl was saying that, you know, she had the baby. She had a son. She was suing Tristan and Tristan was suing her. All types of crazy shit. And now... We done got the results back. He done, I guess he done went down to Maury. I don't know where he went. And the results done told him, Tristan, you are the father. We, okay. We already knew that. Okay. I don't know who he was trying to convince that he was the father. Maybe he's trying to convince himself. You know, sometimes, and this is no defense, but you know. Sometimes men do need some convincing because, you know, sometimes they just shock, you know, they surprised. Sometimes they probably think that they did put the condom on and, you know, I don't know. But he just probably needed an extra layer of convincing. And the results came back and he's the father. So now we have this news, okay, 
Chloe has this news, okay? And now we get in these long drawn Instagram posts and these long drawn apologies. This is my thing, and this is where people publicists come into play. Where y'all publicists at? Why the hell are you giving this girl apologies on Instagram? The only way I can think that he did it on Instagram is because Chloe blocked him. I want to think that Chloe blocked him. Please tell me that Chloe blocked him. I hope she did, okay? And, you know, then we see him showing up at True's gymnastic practice with a dozen of roses. Now, what the fuck is she going to do with some roses? The little girl. Like, we know them was for Chloe, but he tried to make it seem like it was for True. Listen, roses are red, violence are blue, and True, your mama knew your daddy wasn't shit, okay? Chloe knew. True, your daddy ain't shit and your mama knew, okay? And the thing about this is, is this. I'm reading all the comments, you know, people are bringing up Jordan. People are saying, you know, Chloe going to take him back. Let me just get on the Jordan aspect of things. Jordan ass should have never did what the hell she did. And I told y'all, you know, when I talked about this last year and previous years before, I felt like the reason that she did that is because she wanted to be in her own spotlight and away from Kylie. And to this day, I still believe that Kylie texts her shit. I think she probably texted Chloe, okay, and apologized or whatever. Now, the way they went about it, people talking about they bullied that girl. I mean, we don't know what type of energy she gave Tristan, but we I pray and hope that she did give him some energy because if she didn't, she needed to be. Because it takes both parties to flirt. It takes both parties to do anything, okay? Then I'm seeing people saying, well, you know, she going to take him back, this, that, and the third. Listen, I pray that she don't take him back. But Chloe, unfortunately, has been dealing with a lot. You know, she's been known as the fat sister. She's been known that she, you know, her real daddy is OJ Simpson. You know, she was married to a damn crackhead. Now she got a serious cheater. She's been known to be a um, stealing people man, all types of things. Now, when it comes to the stealing of the man, this is my whole thing with this, okay? And I'm just, just going to speak some logic. People are saying, oh, you know, how you get your man is how you lose him, this, that, and the third. We know, okay, and this goes for females too. Sometimes y'all be lying. Y'all be lying. When people come to you and ask you, are you messing with somebody or are you with somebody? Sometimes y'all be lying. Y'all be saying, no, it ain't that serious right now. Or no, we just talking. Or I'm single. Just lying. So... That other person is like, okay, cool, bet. They available. Okay? Listen, we cannot sit here and say that, you know, she, you know, cheated with Tristan when she was with this person, this, and the third. We can't say any of that because we know in everyday life, and y'all know, and y'all need to stop lying, that people be dealing with people, okay? And they just be lying and out here cheating and do whatever the fuck they doing and exploring and whatever else. So I'm not even going to give that to her. But at this point, girl, hell, you might as well just get back with Lamar, 
Hell, you could have had a baby with him, but you know, you ain't want to have no baby with him because he was a crackhead, this, that, and the third. But now, this nigga that you done had a baby by, he done cheated on you when you was pregnant, okay? Up there in the hookah lounges in D.C. And I know what hookah lounge she was at, too, because I can look and see the scenery because I bet you know. And then, he done cheated on you on his birthday when I guess y'all was supposed to be together. I don't know. But all I know is this, girl. If Chloe take him back, her self-esteem probably is at the fucking lowest. And at this point, Chris Jenner, I would recommend, you know, she's seeing a therapist. But Chris, honestly, you need to step in. You need to step in, Chris. You need to step in. Because I don't know if she's fucking up the brand, but she's fucking something up. And you need to step in because this shit is getting messy and it's getting embarrassing. And she's humiliated. I mean, how much humiliation can a girl take? I mean, how much can you take? And then on top of that, she a cancer. So we sensitive. You know, shit bothers us. We make it seem like it don't. But my girl is in there fucking hurt, y'all. She hurt. Then, you know, she didn't change her face so many times. You know, it's not even about she changing her face to keep up with Tristan. She changing her face to keep up with her sisters. And because she just doesn't feel good about herself. She need help. She need help. And I hope she get the help she need. But Lord, if I see her back with that man, child... If I see her back with that man, girl, you might as well just take your little cute black baby girl and just go about your business, child, okay? Hell, do like him. Date a goofy nigga. I don't know. I don't know. But it ain't working. Tristan ain't working. And, you know, like I told y'all, Tristan liked the limelight. He liked the fame he was getting. We didn't know who the fuck he was. Only people that probably knew who the fuck he was was somebody who was really into basketball. Nobody knew who Tristan Thompson was. Yeah, people probably claim they knew who his girlfriend was, Jordan, but that was all for what? Like, we didn't figure out who she was until Chloe came into the picture. And so, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just a lot. But, girl, I don't know why he did that long ass pose, boy. We knew you was the daddy, but I guess you just needed confirmation. And ain't nothing wrong with that. And now you got it. But that long ass apology that you did. You could have saved it, but I'm, I, I guarantee Chloe had him blocked. That's why he put it on Instagram. That's why he put it on Instagram because Chloe had him blocked. I'm guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you. You know, and then speaking of blocks and speaking of having enough, you know, my man, all my cancers are doing really, my cancers are really showing out. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm going to support them till the wheels fall off because my cancers are really showing their ass. And A.B., Antonio Brown has had enough of the bullshit. He ain't with the shit. Okay? And I feel so bad for Brady because Brady was really looking out for him, really trying to get this shit together. But apparently, you know, A.B. walks off the field. He's like, fuck this job. Takes off his clothes. I ain't thought. Tosses his shit in the stands. It's pretty much like you going to work and like, fuck it, I'm out of here. Just tossing your badge. Okay? You know, with so many conflicting stories, you know. He was saying that he was hurt and, you know, he went to his doctor. Then he went to the Bucks doctor. The Bucks doctor cleared him, but he still didn't feel right, so he didn't want to play. So he told the coaches he didn't want to play, but they was, like, kind of forced him to go in there. And he was like, nah, like, fuck it, y'all not going to listen to me? I'm not going. So it's this whole thing. You know, people are calling him crazy. People saying he got CTE. And me personally, I think he's in his right frame of mind. He just was like, nah, like. I'm not doing like if he would have went out there and if he's not feeling it and he would have got actually hurt or whatever he was feeling got damaged more 
Like, that wouldn't be, like, his career would be over. And a lot of people are saying his career is over right now. But the Bucks are saying they owe him an apology. He's not even really cut from the team. He's still a part of the fucking Bucks. Like, I just seen a post that said he's still a part of them. So, I'm just trying to figure it out. But, you know, I just feel that why do we always have to dog a black man when we feel that he's going against the grain? Like, he's going against the white man he's going against what he feel is you know right why are we not supporting him instead of that we're just like dogging him making jokes and all this type of shit but let me tell you something guess who ain't thought he ain't thought he ain't thought he was at the game he ain't thought he, he got a single out okay he ain't thought he gonna give y'all a whole mixtape a whole mixtape of jams and what y'all gonna do play it play it stream it Okay, he gonna have money still. Okay, he's still gonna be doing what he wanna do. All right, and I feel like this is gonna come out more and more. It's gonna come out, and I feel like more and more people gonna be on him apologies, and we gonna go for there. And I think people didn't expect Tom Brady to say what he said about showing him compassion, which I gotta remember. AB was living with Brady. So Brady got to really know him on a different type of level and really vouch for him. So their friendship is on a whole different spectrum, okay? But watch, mark my fucking words. If he goes back to them, he goes back to them. But I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. They may be desperate because they probably want another championship, but we shall see. We shall see. I mean, at least he wasn't up in there throwing bows and fighting and shit. I mean, at least he wasn't popping off. He 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 left with dig- he left the way he wanted to leave. Shit, he did some nigga shit. He really did. <laughs> he did some nigga shit. Now don't y'all go and do that shit at y'all job unless you really don't want the job no more. But he did some nigga shit. Okay. Mm. Speaking of nigga shit, Portia Williams, y'all. This show of hers is not. Showing her in a good light, okay? She wanted to get off that Housewives of Atlanta because she wanted to show her fucking true colors. And I feel like Cardell, her first husband, was trying to warn this child, but we just wasn't seeing seeing the light, okay? Now she, now in a new episode, y'all, she fighting Dennis. I think she's fighting Dennis' mother. Something is going on. You know, she still loved Dennis. And, you know... <sighs> All I got to say, I'm so speechless when it comes to this story. I don't even know what to do. Like, my cancers are really acting up. I got Chloe acting crazy. crazy stupid. I got AB acting crazy. You know, Portia's a June cancer, so she a little crazy. She's in June cancers. I went when them June cancers, we don't claim them. But Portia is like, the family got problems, y'all. If y'all really get to watch this show, it's a mess. It's not really showing her in a good light. And, you know, she's trying to push Simon on us and trying to push this marriage. I don't even think Simon want to be there, Lord. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know what I know. Maybe they got an agreement. Maybe they got an agreement. That's what it is. They got an agreement because there is no way. No fucking way. I mean, she said she went to anger management. I don't think she even did that. I don't even know what she did. All I know is she's still in love with Dennis, and Dennis is the show, okay? Mr. Hot Dog Man is still the show. He's still, you know, he's bringing the energy. He's doing a lot of things, but it's getting messy. 
is getting messy. And I would love to know who's the producers of the show because they are really making her look like a fucking fool. You hear what I say? A fucking fool. A fool. Ooh, child. Lord have mercy. I don't even know what to say, Lord. I don't even know what to say. You know, it's a shame that, you know, we got to have our black queens on this TV fighting like this. But, I mean, Lord have mercy. Sometimes it be entertaining and sometimes it just be embarrassing, to say the least, okay? To say the least. Uh, So, you know, there's so many podcasts out there. So many for everybody to listen to, so many for everybody to choose from, you know, all of this. And this is podcast, you know, I normally do not talk about other people's podcasts because, you know, this is what they like to do creatively. This is what they, you know, uh, releasing their thoughts and conversations and opinions. But this particular podcast, uh, Fresh and Fit podcast. I saw that they were trending. I'm like, okay, why is this podcast trending? Like, what's going on? Like, I never really heard of them. Like, you know, maybe people are, like, checking it out. You know, it's it's new. They got some things going on. And when I click on it, I'm just like, hold up. What? A bunch of fucking clowns. So, they're on there pretty much dogging black women. Saying something like, Oh, you know, they're ghetto and I ain't trying to give with no Shaniquas and this, that, and that. And they're black themselves. So it's one thing to have a preference. And it's one thing to be discrim- dis- to show discrimination against your own race. And for two black men to sit up there and talk about black women the way that they talked about them was just to the extreme it, it was disrespectful it was tasteless it it, it was just it, it was just horrible and you know Asian doll was on there and the way they, they spoke to her it was just terrible and you know there, the world and society is already trying to pin black men and black women against each other and have you know create that division. And now that I, you know, when I listened to that and I saw that, I was like, What the hell is going on here? Like, hold up, pump your brakes, pause for a minute. And it just really, it just really made me feel some type of way because I'm just like, you know. On your podcast, you can do whatever you want to do. You really can. You can do whatever you want to do. You can say whatever, whatever. And maybe I'm thinking, okay, maybe they saying this shit because they maybe they want to trend. I don't know. Or maybe they just plain on, you know, plain, oh, ignorant. But the comments were just so degrading. It was just like, really? Like, it was just looking like, who the fuck raised y'all? Like, y'all raised by black women. So, like, you saying these things, is like, is this how you think of your mother? You know, like, is this how you think of your aunts, if you had sisters? So, it was just so degrading and so just um, uneducated. It was just, it was just horrible. It was just horrible to listen to. And, you know, I'm not here to, like, discredit their craft or anything. But it's just certain things that you don't do and certain things that you don't say. And that right there was just ridiculous, and I hated it. And um, I wouldn't even recommend, unfortunately, anybody go listen to it because it was just so horrible in what they were saying that it just, 
it, it just put me in a whole different mindset. I was just like, what? Like, this is, type of, this is the type of content that y'all giving? Like, this is what the fuck y'all fucking about? It was just crazy. But um, definitely a bunch of clowns, um, for sure. And I don't know if it's, if they, you know, based off their experiences they had or whatever, but it it was horrible, y'all. It was a mess. It was a mess. And it, like I said, it's a difference between your preference and it's a difference in you just being straight discrimi- discriminatory against your own, you know, especially black women. And black women, we go through so much right now. And even black men, hell, the whole black race. And it was just, it was just despicable. It was, it was just tasteless. It was horrible. It was horrible. It really was. And I'm not even going to give it no more light because it was, child, please. It was a mess. Um, let's go into this finale for Insecure, y'all. And I'm a, I'm like, yeah, let me get into this. So. When Insecure was saying it was coming back for season five, I was like, okay, you know what? Let me watch the rest of the season so I can prepare myself for season five. And I did that. I watched season one through four. Got ready for five. First episode, season five. Oh, good. We didn't know what she was going to do. She broke up with Lawrence, whatever. Then it just got it. It just got, oh, it just got blah after a certain couple of episodes. I was just like, what? Yeah. Like, what is this? Like, some nights I would just be like, okay, I'm not even pressed to, like, watch it. I'll just wait till Monday to watch because it was just so blah. Like, episode nine probably was the best episode throughout the whole season. The finale seemed rushed. It was certain questions that I had with the finale that I wanted to see. Like, I wanted to see, you know, Torian propose to Molly. I actually wanted to see how Molly handled her mother's funeral. Shit, I wanted to see how Lawrence broke up with that girl that he was with because he stayed with somebody. You know, I those like I wanted to see certain things, and it just felt so rushed. It just felt like it was just like ugh. And you know, some people tell me they was crying and stuff, and I'm just like crying about what? Like maybe I don't know. Maybe they can, could relate to certain things that was going on in there. I don't know. But I feel like, you know, I'm very proud of Issa. I love Issa, her creative mind, her, you know, eye for talent, all of those things. But I just felt like the finale could have gave us more. It could have been more. And I wasn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. So I may just be that 1% that didn't care for it. I'm not sure. But I just needed more. I just needed, you know, these are characters that we've been with for a long time. Shit. I wanted to know why Joe and his wife getting a divorce. Fuck, I wanted to know that. Cause shit, I wanted to know because bitch nosy. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> it's just certain things. But, you know, all in all, the show was great. It did a great run. But it just was lacking certain things that personally maybe. I just needed personally. Maybe that's what it was. Like maybe I just needed those things personally, but it was very much so lacking a lot of things. Um who child, it's been a lot going on in New Year. It's only been five days into the New Year, child. You know, you know, Megan Good is back on the market, child. She done got a divorce and her husband is just doing subliminal messages. I can't wait till the real shit come out. Okay. 
because the husband on there showing his tears and crying and Lord, you know, in my opinion, she shouldn't even been with the man. You know, I feel like she stopped her whole career doing movies and she was on the road with him doing motivational speaking. That was cute. Great. But then once after she did that Harlem and she was kissing and uh, doing shit in the butt and fucking, I guess he was just like, whoo, child. He just had a woo. He had to do a woo stop. And the divorce is going so quick, right? It's moving really quick. It's it's moving very quick. So something done went down. I don't know what went down, but I'm sure I'm going to get to the bottom of it because that thing done moved real quick. But hey, Megan Good is back on the market. Okay. She's looking sexy. She's looking good. She was always looking amazing. And, you know, hopefully maybe she'll get married again. I don't know. But I honestly, when she first announced that she was with him, I was just like, hmm. I don't know about this one. Like, it, it wasn't no, like, you know, no excitement there. But I don't know, child. Um, child and, you know, how Megan was sticking beside her man going to all the conventions and shit. Monica said she going to stick by her man, okay? And that's the murder. She going to stick by him. Shannon who? Shannon what? Okay, Shannon is probably co-parents and who knows if he's even doing that. But honey, she gonna stick beside that C murder, baby. And she gonna let us know that C murder always got her heart, okay? I can see Monica now rolling up to the damn jail in some nice Balenciagas, you know, boots, okay? Looking like money, touching, you know, putting her hand on the glass and shit and singing, you should have known better than to think I would leave, okay? All right? She's giving it to him. She's gonna stick beside that man. She don't care whether he did it or not, all right? And she's going to wait for him when he gets out this jail. I don't know when he getting out, but she's going to wait for him and she's going to be there for him, okay? And y'all better not come at her, all right? Because y'all know she's a Scorpio baby and she's going to sting and get y'all bitches together, all right? So, hmm, how about it? Um, You know, I was going to go in with Shekinah, but Shekinah is just, let it go, girl. Be like Frozen and let it go. Tiny ain't your friend, and it is what Like, Shekinah says, <laughs> you know, Tiny is a cancer. And she has the same birthday as me, okay? I wasn't claiming her at first. And I probably still don't claim her a little bit. But when cancers don't, you know, when we don't fuck with you, we don't fuck with you, okay? And we gonna ignore you. We gonna do everything that is to let you know they wanna fuck with you. And it's like every year around the new year, I feel like Shekinah comes and she tell us information that we already knew, okay? We knew that Tiny and T.I. was up in there doing shit in their house, okay? They even showed us that on one of their episodes on the little on the show they had, okay? When T.I. was mad at Tiny for being at Floyd's party and then she brought up how, you know, she brought somebody that we already knew these things. So Shekinah, for you to get on the internet and crying and saying all these things girl you're not telling us something that we didn't know we knew ti ain't like you we knew that when you and tiny had your own show so it's just like girl let it go girl just be like frozen and let it go like we don't care honey she's not your friend no more 
just move move on move on if Atlanta is you know too small and you're afraid you're gonna run into a bitch maybe move to North Carolina or some shit move to South Carolina I don't know but you telling us to get on these lives and doing all these things and basically telling your girlfriend's business it lets me know the reason why she don't fuck with you no more because it sounds like you couldn't be trusted with shit Okay, because if I tell you things in confidence, whether we not friends no more or not, I'm not going to tell what I know, because at the end of the day, I had some type of loyalty to you. You get what I'm saying? And I hope you wouldn't do the same to me. But she just get on there crying and doing this and doing that. And Shekinah is real cute, too. Like, you know how you back in the day, you had like a Cabbage Patch doll. She has a face of a Cabbage Patch doll with her little big little dimples and stuff. She's a cute girl. Cute girl. But she just, she another one who needs some therapy. She another one who needs some counseling because uh, the Harris's must have really just hurt her all the way, child. Because she's all over the place. It's all over the place. And, and it's just like why you know what i'm saying like why is it going on like girl we don't care about what ti and tiny did to you five years ago or three years ago bitch we're trying to figure out where is the ti and tiny show it's the coming back like we don't give a goddamn about what they did we don't care we just want to know the show coming back can you answer that for us like you telling us everything else that's going on answer that is the show coming back yes or no shikana it's coming. You know, then she on this Love and Hip Hop reunion. I'm trying to figure out why she's on there. You know, she she's sickening on there too. But just let it go, girl. Just let it go. Let it go. Just let it all the way go. Let it go. All right, before I close out this Twerk Something segment, um, whew, I've been watching the real world homecoming with Tammy. And I did see the episode where she got on that man for saying the word nigger. For how he was explaining his story. And I agree with Tammy a thousand percent. You get what I'm saying? But this also brings up the conversation where we as black people get upset when other races use the word. Whether they're telling a story, whether they're singing singing lyrics, whatever. We think they shouldn't say it. We think they, you know, shouldn't go that far. But as a community, is it fair to say that it's okay for us to use it? Some may say that that's our slang. That's, the, you know, how we communicate. But the way that the word was used, it was used to make us feel less than you know it was used when we were slaves you know that's what the white man said to us you know come here nigger you know that's what they you know did to us degrade us so in certain aspects of everything we kind of when these things come about I just feel and I may get a lot of backlash like that I just feel there's certain times that we can't have this energy like, oh my God, you can't use this word. Where it's like, we shouldn't use the word either. Like, we should try not to. Now, there are times where some of us are doing some nigga shit and you should be a nigga. You know, it's times where some females are doing bitch shit and they acting bitchy and they should be a bitch. You know what I'm saying? 
So it's just certain times, I think, where we kind of like contradict ourselves and don't kind of hold that accountability there. And it's just like, hmm, we got to kind of sit sit back and kind of think like, okay, what are we doing here? That's just my, that's just my perspective. But uh, the real world homecoming is quite crazy. It's crazy. Um, you know, they relive everything that kind of happens in the house, but you know, Tammy and the guy named David and David is a little off. Like he's off. I don't know if it's certain things he just been through in his life, but he's off. Um, but it's a good show. It, it is a good show. Um, I, I do, I did enjoy the couple of six episodes that I've watched. Um, but <laughs> You can just kind of tell that they, even even though they're older now, and back then when the show came on, they were like 23 or whatever, they don't, they still don't fuck with each other. They still don't like each other as roommates. They can't stand each other. Like, Tammy can't wait to get the fuck out of that house. So it's just certain things. But, you know, that whole scene, it was a lot, you know, and I do feel that Tammy handled, you know, she handled it the best way she knew how, honey, because I do feel that she wanted to come over there and she wanted to punch the shit out of, um that man but she really she really held it together child she really did she really held it together and her bonding and all she really did she really held it together but you know woo, it was a lot it was a lot to take in um so let's get into what you won't do so what you won't do is keep the gyms crowded for the first two weeks of the new year you know i need to stop y'all do this every new year okay talking about how you're gonna get to the gym and you're gonna do this and you're gonna change that okay y'all just stop with the gym shit just come up with something else because y'all do this every year first two weeks the gym is crowded we see a post about it talking about any people that go to the gym all the time they're like oh i ain't never seen you and this new person's on my machine and doing this like just give that new year resolution up just give it up let's just Think of something else to do, okay? Because y'all just be crowding the shit out of them gyms. And you only work out for two weeks. Only two weeks. And the gym don't never see you again. They'll never see you again. Ain't never know you. You ain't never drive past it no more. You ain't thought about it. So just, just let's just have something new, okay? Let's just have something new. Um, so I hope everyone has a beautiful, you know, first week of January, you know, have those goals together get those things accomplished um you can stream all previous episodes on all streaming platforms hell you can even go back from you know last year the year before that year before that you know you can keep going back and you can go forward also um you can follow me on instagram at shanghai underscore chronicles and also on twitter as well um subscribe to the you know pod tell a friend to tell a friend okay 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 and um i really appreciate you guys rest in peace to betty white okay and you know guys please be safe out there if you're sick if you got the sniffles if you think it's allergies or you don't know just keep your ass home okay keep your ass home and keep your damn kids home if they sick okay and all i want to say is happy new year and i'm out